Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Paul said, Take no thought for tomorrow, for sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. Today, there is enough evil in this day. Take care of this day. Don't be anxious for tomorrow. Don't be anxious for next week. Don't be anxious for this month or the rest of this year. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. So, well, God bless this audience. With these programs, I have a flow, a direction, and it may be that as the Holy Spirit works with His people, He moves His people from experience to experience. Uh, it may be that at a point He will work with His children on their faith. Because their faith, He knows when their faith is beginning to weaken. And so He will present to his children that without faith it is impossible to please him. We can do nothing without faith. Then, revelation. All through our Christian lives, God will bring at the appropriate time the knowledge and the revelation, the vision for each of us individually as a body of Christ so that we will know what God's plan is. For example, we are now at the end of the world. God is speaking to the whole world. He is speaking to his seven churches. He is speaking to the churches in America, to the evangelical churches. He's communicating one thing through the scripture. He's communicating that the changes that are presently taking place in this society and the societies of the world are an indicator that we are at the time of the hardships that will come upon the earth. There is no way that we can stop what is coming but we can prepare psychologically and we can prepare uh, physically but God's intentions is that we would prepare spiritually that we would spiritually be ready and to be to stand for what is coming We cannot change Bible prophecy. It is very difficult to accept and to even see and interpret what is happening uh, presently. 
I'm going to back up. In the in the 1960s, at the end of World War One, there was a, a phenomenon that that uh, he, we in America called a baby boom generation of children, post-war children, baby boomers. In the Bible. King David stated that there would be a generation, one generation, though there have been hundreds, thousands of generations, David made it clear in the Psalms that there would be one generation that would seek the face of the God of Jacob. There would be one generation that would seek God wholeheartedly. And it would be the final generation. So the Bible makes it clear that this generation at the end of the world would be unique, would be different. It would be a generation, and there would be in that generation believers that would spend their lives, their time, seeking God for His plan, for His will in their lives. They would look into the things of God to know where they fit in the body of believers. There are terms like calling, there's the calling of God. There are times when God appears to His people. There are uh, gifts that God gives His children. And it's a, it's a complete meal, you could say. Everything is on the plate. Each, each item on the plate different. We have been called, and I'm going to. I began to talk about the calling last week, and I'm going to continue with that in the direction that the Holy Spirit has had me go. I I have things up in the future that I'm going to present to this audience. I can't present them now. I, I am laying a foundation bringing in thoughts, concepts, uh, prophetically speaking from the uh, prophecies, presenting to this audience a variety of things. I know that I present things in the understanding that I have of the prophetic time that we're in, but I realize that I have to give latitude, I have to be gracious to the listeners because until God brings revelation to the minds of the people in this audience, to those that I minister to, I it, it's like a child, like with children. Uh, you, you teach children eventually to get their balance, to be able to take a few steps, to be able to walk, Eventually, you begin to teach them to communicate, to talk. 
so that they understand what you're presenting to them, what you expect of them. And then with little children, you learn their language and how they communicate with you. It's exactly that type with God. And God's intention is these children would eventually begin to move into and God will direct them into a time where he begins to instruct them on who he is, his eternal purpose. But eventually the objective is to bring them to the point where they are able to, just like within the world, we want our children to go through elementary school, junior high, high school, maybe get into uh, further education with the intent that they eventually will begin to uh, understand society and be able to, to uh, live in the world on their own. Our intention as parents is not to keep the children with us forever, but to get them to go into the world and to grow in the world, to operate in the world, and to use the world for their own, uh, for, for what God has called them to do in their futures. That's practically. Spiritually, it's exactly the same way calling of God if we understand that each one of us that is a believer there is a calling we have been called to eternal life we've been given eternal life there are many things that God calls us to but through the instruction of the Holy Spirit we can begin to understand exactly what we are called to. And last week I began uh, the end of the program or the uh, in the, in the last uh, two-thirds of the program I have a friend uh, Ron Perry Sr. Uh, he's an evangelist and he was able to communicate the call of God on his father's, his grandfather's life, on his life, and on his father's life. And he was able to present to the listeners the godly heritage that this family has, starting with his grandfather his father, Ron himself, and you can see through example and have a clear understanding of calling. They weren't called to be uh, men who would have businesses, <clears throat> but they would be ministers to God's children through their whole lives. And Ron will be on at 10 o'clock, a little after 10, the first segment. He'll be here till noon today, continuing with the experiences 
that he had as God took him into his calling, being involved with his father and his grandfather. In the book of Acts, we have the testimony of how God worked with Peter. We have the testimony of how God worked with the Apostle Paul. You can see through their testimony their calling. We all are called. It is God who, if we desire, will reveal to us what our calling is, where we fit in God's family, what we have been gifted to do in God's family. We are all called who are believers. We are called to eternal life. We are called to know God. We are called to uh, a higher purpose, not just a common purpose with, with uh, life in general, but to a high calling, which can only happen in Christ Jesus. So I want to give verses about calling because if you don't have an understanding of, of calling, then calling can be, well, I've just been called to, to own a company, to do whatever it is in life I do to bring in income. No, that's your occupation. Calling is different than occupation. Generally, my calling... I, my occupation has been many things. I had a painting company. I was a cross-country truck driver. I uh, was a salesman. These are, these are things that were my occupation. My calling is completely different. My calling from the time I met Christ, and I, as I look at my life even before I met Christ, I could see how God was orchestrating things in my life to bring me to the day of salvation. And I realized that later as I looked back at my life and looked at my, my uh, father's side of the family, my mother's side of the family, I began to see a spiritual quality, a uh, spiritual side of things and there was a flow going back toward my grandmother, my father. My father had a, uh, though he didn't really as a Catholic, the Catholics are generally, you just go to church and there's just a routine. But there was a godliness to my father that you, I could see outside of his Catholic faith. And then with my aunts and uncles <clears throat> on my mother's side of the family. Some of the aunts and uncles on my father's side of the family. There was something where there was a blessing from God. There was a lineage of spiritual uh, godliness going back. And my occupations were not my calling. My calling was, as the years went forward, as I 
uh, got older and as I spent years in Christ, I began to realize that I had certain abilities and I would use these abilities, but I didn't have the understanding of what they were. There were times when my wife and I, we would use gift of healing and gifts of intercession. Uh, there would be times when I would give words of wisdom, words of knowledge, insight into somebody's life that they didn't know how I knew and I didn't know how they knew other than through the Holy Spirit. But all of us are called. All of us have an occupation. But in the occupation, there is something more unique which is a spiritual ability and that spiritual ability can be understood in your calling women have children so during the time that they're having children and raising children you could say that would be their calling but once these children are off on their own does that mean that the calling that the mother had is ended no it just means that what God used and how He used them in raising their children has now moved to something else. Uh, with sisters, you can have uh, prophetic abilities that you use even after your children are out of the home. Some become more powerful in intercession. It just depends on where God has you and what God has given you as far as gifting. And as time goes on, uh, the Holy Spirit, if a person is genuinely seeking to understand what it is that God has gifted them to do and called them to do, then they start to have a clear understanding of the purpose the deeper purpose spiritually that God has with them. It doesn't have to be a purpose where you're in the spotlight, where you are recognized. It can be something where you are very unrecognized, but in what you do, like for example, my grandmother, she was uh, just grandma, unrecognized. There was no big community of people that she was affiliated with, just family. But she was very powerful as an intercessor. And that was, she was in her calling when she was interceding for her children and her grandchildren. That would be one example. Now, I'm going to go into and read verses on calling. This is Romans chapter 11. And this is, uh, it pertains to the Jewish people. I'm going to begin there. Verse 25. For I want you to know, brethren, so that you're not ignorant of a mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceit, that a blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. So, and at that point, at that time, all Israel will be saved as it has been written. 
there shall come out of Zion a deliverer, and this deliverer shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. This is talking about the elect children of God, the Jewish people who are not born again. A deliverer is going to come out of Basra to Zion, out of Zion, and then the ungodliness of all Israel at the end of the world will be done away with. Verse 27. This is my covenant unto them when I shall take away their sin, their sins. So God has promised them there would come a time that he would take away their sins. This is not talking about the time when Christ came and died on the cross. This is talking about the end of the world at Christ's second coming. Verse 28. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake, but as touching the election, meaning not born again, but Jewish people with the promises given to Abraham, to Moses, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to Moses, to King David. They are enemies for your sake, but as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. In other words, for His sakes. God has chosen Israel to be His people naturally, the natural people. Verse 29, For the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God called them. He chose them. He did not make a mistake. He will always take care of the children of Israel through all of time to the time of His second return and in the future. His calling is without repentance. He does not repent for calling them. Just like He does not repent for calling each of His children that are born again children. He does not repent of that. But the gifts, now He talks about gifts. We all have, as Christians, have been given abilities. Have been given, and these abilities are dynamic. They are not just an ability to throw a baseball or catch a football. No. This, these are abilities that you have in the natural realm. In the spiritual realm, there are gifts that God has given His children, abilities that are superior to any natural gift. They're far superior to anything on the earthly plane. They are, they are, these are abilities that are supernatural. They are in another dimension. Now, in the occult, they have abilities that they use in another dimension for evil. So, to look at that world, you can understand how God in the spiritual world of true godliness must give His children these supernatural abilities. Supernatural. They are not common. They are vital for God's children. Not all 
not, uh, you know, it's very, very unique for a person to operate in all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are the apostles, they operated as needed up and down this grouping of nine items. They were able to, to heal. They had a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. They had a gift of prophecy, gift of faith. That's rare. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. So, Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Train Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Hi everybody, Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Hi, this is Brett King, glass doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. Did the insurance company divorce your mountain house? Then call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have over 50 years combined experience in fire mitigation. Let us climb, cut, trim, haul your worries away. We know brokers who specialize in mountain property, and we don't hire no snowflakes. Oh, God, God, you Hey, you're not in this commercial. Again, call Affordable Tree Service at 970-568-6898. That's 568-6898. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longhawk. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. Back in the USSR. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Jesus, Jesus, oh.
As I was coming into the station this morning, I was thinking about the the very God of the universe, the, the Son of Almighty God, was betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. And those 30 pieces of silver, Judas Iscariot didn't take the bag of coins. He gave them back to the the ferret or to the religious world. They were the most important 30 pieces of silver ever created, ever mined. And those 30 pieces of silver redeemed mankind to God's Messiah. Those were the 30 pieces of silver that were given, though they were, that was given to betray the Son of Man. God caused all things to work together for good, and He used those 30 pieces of silver to redeem mankind back to Himself. So, oh, happy day! A happy day. Continuing with the calling. All of us have been given giftings. The apostles operated up and down this scale of nine abilities. Spiritual abilities, dynamic abilities, supernatural abilities, abilities that were far superior to the abilities of just natural man. And with uh, the my guest... Uh, Brother Ron Perry. His life has been a life where he has worked and has worked with people that have always operated with these abilities. I'm going to read them to you. They're in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 11. I didn't forget I'm talking about calling, but in the calling, God's callings are without repentance. The gifts that He gives His children he does not regret giving them to us. The devil's intention and the devil's plan and purpose has always been to keep God children focused on their occupation but not on their calling. To keep them focused on what they do in the world to put food on the table but do not allow them to understand the abilities, spiritual abilities that have been given to them every one of us, by God, for our calling. Not all people in their calling need to have the discerning of spirits. It's wise to have discernment. But there are some who, because of the world that they go into, have a greater sensitivity and have a gift to discern the spirits and what's taking place around them. There are not everybody in the church has the gift of tongues. But God gives the gift of tongues to those people who He feels need the gift so that they can know God and they can use that ability, the gifts of tongues, for themselves personally. Not everyone has the interpretation of languages or tongues. But there are that lang that that uh, ability, that supernatural ability, to be able to interpret a language, like myself, I would need the gift of 
interpretation to interpret what somebody was saying in Chinese, because I know very little Chinese. No, no Chinese, not very little, zero. I don't. I can't think of uh, a Chinese word that I know right now. But depending on in a body of believers, in a healthy body of believers, let's say a group of a hundred people. In that group of 100 people, or let's even say 10 people, or 15 people, in a healthy body, you have the fruits of the Spirit, which are subjective gifts or, or subjective abilities like virtue, love, these things. You have the virtues so that everybody around is protected from what we are by nature, evil. But then within that small group of people, in a healthy group, you may have, uh, as needed, all of these gifts. So that as the gifts are needed, they can be used for problems that would arise or for people that are sick. Now, these nine supernatural abilities that God gives His children are vital for spiritual warfare. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of prophecy, a gift of healing, gift of faith, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. In the world that I came out of initially after I met the Lord, it's a very fundamentalist world, we were not allowed to operate and pastors, people that had come in to the assembly, to that assembly that had come out of the Pentecostal churches were not allowed to use their gifts. They were not allowed to use the giftings of the Holy Spirit. The focus of the ministry was the Word of God, doctrine, and theology, and some not much prophecy. But the gifts of the Holy Spirit were not allowed. And because of that, the church was dynamic, the fellowship was dynamic, but it wasn't complete. Uh, it would be like exercising, working out with weights with the right side of your body, but you don't use the left side of your body and you become asymmetrical, you become, you look in the mirror, one side, half of you is just solid, strong, the other half is emaciated, you can tell weak. Well, in the body of Christ, God has given His body two thoughts, image and dominion. Image, the, the, uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and then you have the, uh, what were the other nine? Uh, virtue, love, uh, patience, the virtues. You have to have both. We have to have both. And so there was a time when we operated fundamentally with fundamental Bible teaching doctrine. and But eventually God would 
move me into the gifts and understanding and the knowledge of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. He's going to do that with His people today. You're not going to have one group strong in doctrine and weak in the gifts or strong in the gifts and weak in the virtues. It's going to be balanced. It has to be because of the battle that's coming, because of the war that's coming. In a congregation, you're going to have to have people that have the giftings of the Holy Spirit to know when through the door you have people coming in through that door that are in the occult. And all the, basically, 95% of the assemblies have allowed people to come walking in that are in their assemblies, that are sitting there, that have been members of that assembly for years and years, and no one knows that their second uh, or their primary duty is in the occult, and they infiltrate. They, uh, that is a method that has always been used in the body of Christ. This is why God gave the gift of discernment. I gave a testimony of a group that I was with down in Denver, meeting with a... and uh, we were renting from a bigger group. And the group, if I mentioned the names, you would know who they were. And though we were renting... We once in a while would use their music team to come over and sing a little or do whatever. And I looked at the music team and I could see these kids in the occult. And eventually I talked to a brother who was a church member. And I said, hey, these, these doesn't the pastor know these kids are in the occult? And he says, yeah, but he's thinking he allows them in because he's thinking he can influence them and they will get saved. That's backwards. That's no, that is not wisdom. That's the opposite of wisdom. That's just downright stupidity. No. You kick those type of people out. You have a holy worship team. And if these people want to come and watch true worship, they'll get saved. They'll be convicted. They'll repent. They'll ask God to forgive them. But you don't mix holy people with un- unholy people on the stage and expect you're going to get the Holy Spirit to come over the assembly. No. God won't allow it. God won't bless it. It is a cursed a, a cursed uh, cursed music. Okay. So uh, Romans 11 29 The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. What God has given you He's not repented of it. Now, 1 Corinthians 1, chapter 1, verse 25 to 27. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. The weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling. You see your calling. Paul was making it clear to the Corinthians. You know your calling. Brethren, how that not many wise after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. In the sophisticated world of society, you have these people that are noble, they're mighty, they're powerful, they're in positions of power, but not many of them are called. 
Verse 27. God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. The world has it backwards. We look at the mighty. We look at the wise. But God looks at the weak and the foolish. Ephesians 1, 17-19 That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that He may give you unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. In your calling, the knowledge and revelation of who God is, that is vital. That is not common. It is vital. You, if you work for someone, you should know who they are. And if you are called by God Himself, you should want to know who He is and learn uh, and, and, and uh, you'd want to, to have revelation of who God is. But it's, a, it's funny. At this time in the world, many of God's children, uh, they don't really want to know who God is. They just want to make sure that they get their blessings from God. They want their blessings. They want God to be the, the uh, genie in the bottle where they, they bring God out when they have a need and God will answer those prayers and meet their needs. No. That's uh, fleshly thinking. Thinking of the flesh thinking of the natural man that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you might know what is the hope of his calling he didn't call you just to call you he called you with a magnificent purpose he called you for a for a with a, a magnificent purpose for a specific uh, reason there's something that only you can do. And in calling, there is a man, uh, his name is Gary North. Many of you probably have know who he is. He is a dominionist, which I am not. I am not, uh, I do not, uh, I do not agree with the dominionist teachings of many of the people in the Pentecostal world that to believe that we are going to take the world and the societies of the world. God has called us to take the societies of the world and to rule over the societies of the world. And when Christ returns, we will give the world to Christ as a gift. That's just in a nutshell. No. We will give Christ nothing. Uh, we will be persecuted. We will be hunted down. We will be uh, martyred. We, Christ will come in His power, in His glory at His time and He will wage war on the children of the devil and He will take His kingdom by force. 
We're not going to give him anything. The only thing we can give Christ is our allegiance, our consecration, our all that we have, our love. But no, we're not taking anything back. The eyes of your understanding being lightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. There is something in his children, something in the family of God that is so glorious and the riches that are in God's true church are unimaginable. I have uh, with those all through my Christian life I have been able to surround myself with people who love God who they their lives are basically given to God and I get to see God in them. I get to know God through them because I see God in them, working in them. And it, the glory of how God works with people to be able to uh, move them into a world where their whole world revolves around the Holy Spirit. I see people, their whole world revolves around devil worship. There's a big contrast. Uh, those people are very dangerous to be around, very dangerous to uh, have anything to do with. You don't want to be around them. There's nothing good. Whereas with God's children, there's peace, there's safety. And if you have a need, there's prayer and resources if needed. We'll be back. We're going to finish out this hour. Ron Perry will be here at 10.05. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. 
When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Hi, my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. Out of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. It's a ragged tent where there ain't no trees, and that gospel group. All right, we're going to finish out the first hour. This is uh, Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Every Sunday, 9 to noon. And the contact information is P.O. Box, is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. I'm sorry, 80502. One will get you there also. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And during the week, I host the Present Truth Program from 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday. Join me on uh, during the week also. In the next hour, my guest will be uh, Evangelist Ron Perry. And uh, as I'm talking about, uh, I think it was about, I, I thought it was like six, three, six, eight months ago, I thought about presenting the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the importance of the gifts of the Holy Spirit to this audience, but actually it's been over a year. And uh, that is going to continue to be a, a flow because in the hardships that are coming, every one of us, we will need miracles. We're going to need supernatural abilities to get us through. We're going to need the gifts of people that have the gift of healing because there's going to be sickness. Uh, miracles. We're going to need miracles. Uh, there's going to need need to be direction to God's children, which will come through the word of knowledge or the word word of wisdom. Uh, there has to be the discerning of spirits, because you want to know who's operating 
uh, in your vicinity or around you, in your congregation. So, these gifts of the Holy Spirit are vital. They're not common. They're very, very powerful spiritual abilities that God had given His church with the intention that the church and the family of God would use these abilities in the world from the time that Christ was here to the present. And the attack of the enemy is to keep the focus or the understanding and the knowledge of these abilities out of the thinking of the leaders of the assemblies throughout this society in the evangelical churches. Then a second attack would be to have men who had no integrity who would use these abilities and they would perform the miracles and they would use these gifts in a powerful way but they would not have the integrity behind them. And so the gifts were important but the integrity you have to have the integrity. Integrity is important. It is vital. The apostles, the integrity was everything to them. And then God was glorified as they used their giftings. This is the world we're going to go into. And in just a few minutes, we'll have my guest, Ron Perry. He'll be here. So you've been listening to KHNC for a little while now, and you're wondering what it's like to promote your business on the radio, and if it works. Well, luckily for you, every Monday through Thursday, on our premiere morning show with Jason and Joe, we have the Small Business Half Hour. This is a totally free way for business owners who share our values in Northern Colorado to come on down and do a free radio interview, our little way of building a relationship with you. Just call Bucky, 970-825-9305. Let's start growing your business today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Less than 24 hours after the panic caused by the Hinckley shooting, community leaders, students, and other volunteers were back at that building Saturday morning. It was a Thanksgiving drive to help folks out this time of year. 140 families from Hinkley and East Middle School down the street got everything they needed to have a full Thanksgiving meal this Thursday. Volunteers and organizers say they were still processing what happened Friday, but everyone there felt they had to show up to start helping to heal things. It sort of just illustrates the strength of community. You know, you come together at moments like that, and there's something about the pain is just a little bit lessened because you're together with friends and, and neighbors. Pastor Reed Hedich of Aurora's Mosaic Church leading the effort. Aurora's Youth Violence Prevention Team had volunteers there, too. It's hoping to add more resources soon to help cut down on violent incidents. The program's also going to reschedule a peace march that got canceled due to Friday's shooting. I'm Jim Williams. Following hard work by firefighters and volunteers for most of a week, the Kruger Rock wildfire near Estes Park is fully contained. The fire burned 147 acres after starting on Tuesday. No buildings burned, but there was one fatality as tanker plane pilot Mark Olson lost his life when his plane went down. He'd been trying to test a night vision system that might allow fixed-wing aircraft to have a bigger role in future nighttime battles against similar fires. His remains will be escorted back to his Fort Morgan home starting Monday morning. 
In sports, college football on Saturday saw the CU Buffs capitalize on four turnovers by the Washington Huskies to pick up a fourth win in the season on senior day, the final 20-17. Colorado wraps up its season on Friday after Thanksgiving at Utah. Although the CSU Rams scored 28 points in the fourth quarter, it wasn't enough against the Rainbow Warriors in Hawaii. Hawaii won it 50-45. I'm Ted Werbin. Do fading leaves and dropping temperatures have you mourning the end of adventure season? In Carbon County, Wyoming, the adventure is just beginning. A blanket of snow on the horizon is our blank slate. Explore the heart of the West by snowshoe, ski, or ATV. Pamper yourself by finding a new do or a new brew. Winter in Wyoming is the new place to be. Discover a hot spring, book a B&B, and find out how to get your West on at wyomingcarboncounty.com. Carbon County, Wyoming, where the adventure never ends. If you want the best rate for your mortgage, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, they're in it for you, creating custom loans designed around your goals. Whether it's a lower rate, access to cash, or even a new home purchase, they've got you covered. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat It's a ragged tent Where there ain't no trees And that gospel group
Okay, welcome back. He walks in. And we are beginning the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And my guest this next hour and for the next two hours is Evangelist Ron Perry. Uh, Brother Perry, are you there? Sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How's everything with you? Well, we're doing pretty good. we got some beautiful weather down here in Montrose. And it's uh, a beautiful day. <laughs> Great. Well, I know it's beautiful here, too. we got clear skies, and uh, it's really nice. Well, okay, Brother Ron. I've uh, been waiting, and I know that uh, we want to probably continue where you left off last week. And so I'm going to let you go ahead. I enjoy having guests on, and when I do, I don't like to take up time visiting, but I would like you to go ahead, and I'm going to let you t uh, go the direction you feel to go. All right. I think uh, last time that we, or last week, we would, uh, had reached the place that uh, my father had made a decision to leave the church in Newnan, Georgia, and uh, come to Los Angeles. Uh, he had met a man in Atlanta, Georgia, who is a young man who uh, God had set aside and given him an ability that he, at that point, coming into Atlanta, he did not know that anything was going on, especially uh, in his uh, life at that time. His mother had uh, really been uh, after him to pray more, uh, seek God for the gifts of the Spirit, and uh, that was a well Jaggers, and uh, he was from Poplar Bluff, uh, Arkansas, and um, he come into Atlanta, and everything was normal. And um, the reason I want to bring this point out, that some of you folk out there that uh, are seeking more from God, uh, don't go by your natural feelings. That, that will not bode well for you if you, if you go after what you feel or what makes even you happy about your condition in living for the Lord, uh, let the Spirit of God draw you and point to certain verses and chapters of the Bible and uh, seek God for those high gifts in the Spirit because He's willing. He's willing to use anyone who wants and desires uh, to serve, not only serve, but go into the deeper truths that is hidden. The Bible calls itself a mystery. And by uh, you trying to feel something or you want to be something special, get that spirit and set it aside in the name of the Lord. And uh, you'll do a lot better in your spiritual walk. But now, uh, 
about five years. Uh, every Sunday, uh, every Saturday afternoon, from about one o'clock to four, he would sit on the back porch of his uh, home there in Newton, and uh, it's it, uh, it's set aside. At the time was set aside, and a uh, number of his uh, minister friends from uh, I would say about twenty miles out. And, big circle and uh, of people and it ended up being about about the largest number of ministers was uh, about eight to ten normally on the uh, back porch with my father and I thought it was because <laughs> that uh, again going by feeling uh, as a young boy I, I thought my dad he must really be an important person that uh, these men would come. And some of them were some of the biggest churches in the city of Newland, and they had some large churches, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterians, and uh, I think a couple of uh, Lutherans that uh, were in the same state that my dad was in, seeking, wanting more uh, of God. And... uh, they, it comes about that it wasn't that my father was such an important man with God. It was his, uh, the home that we lived in there had a grove of trees that went all the way around the property on both sides of the back and the right-hand side looking out toward a graveyard. <laughs> and... Uh, what would happen is that the preachers, they didn't want anybody knowing uh, that they were coming to a prayer meeting with a Pentecostal uh, pastor. Uh, so his home was chosen because they could go out into the uh, graveyard area, park their cars, and they'd go uh, to the right, which would be another grove of trees, and make their way all the way around and come in the back way uh, into the backyard of our home. And it was really, they didn't want anybody knowing that they were going to this Pentecostal preacher's uh, house and praying with him. But uh, they did that for uh, about five years, I believe it was. And uh, finally, a friend of theirs, one of the ministers, uh, had heard that there was a great meeting going on up in Atlanta. And by that time, uh, they had moved twice the uh, increase of the power of God on display, uh, and people started coming. One thing that the gifts of the Spirit will do, it will draw people to you. And uh, not only will it draw people to you, but you will have answers. And uh, don't be afraid uh, to step out uh, and uh, and lay hands upon. That's a that's a part of the scriptural teachings uh, that I think we need to get back to. Uh, laying on of hands. That's that's biblically, and uh, God works that way. That's one of the ways that He works is that by the laying on 
of hands, and also um, I'll go I'll go to the right here for a minute, and um, don't don't worry about whether or not you get the first uh, time you pray for somebody. Don't determine whether right or wrong. Does it happen or does it not happen? Don't go by that. Keep seeking for more of the Spirit of God. And uh, some people, and we did this for a number of years, we don't, at this time, uh, I don't utilize the oil um, uh, any longer. Uh, Understanding some scriptures in the Bible, um, there's a there's a picture there that we get in the Word of God that uh, God's Spirit is the answer for your problem, my problem, and the world's problem. So we want to utilize the power of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, which again is biblically correct. And he says he'll give it to anyone who desires it. And that if you come to the place in your life that you feel the nudge of the Spirit, then do so. Go after it with prayer and word, uh, going into the depth of the Word of God and let him open Scripture to you. Now, uh, the meeting went on, and then Jaggers went to Dallas, Texas, had another great revival there. The Pentecostal world at that time was the smallest, probably, of the churches. They were always uh, right on the edge of town, uh, of where the bad part of the city begins to uh, creep in. And uh, most of the time they would be in a storefront. Uh, some men utilized, and some of the women, great women preachers of that time, Mildred Wicks was one, um, that was uh, had a tremendous gift of healing in her life. She became a great friend of um, Oral Roberts. Uh, she was a pastor of that church in Newnan, and he was a pastor up in uh, Ross, uh, Decor, Georgia. And uh, they became friends, and uh, they would pray together constantly at a, a special period of time they had set, around, set aside. And uh, they, they became friends in the spirit also. Uh, one of these days I'll, I'll go into that because there are people around you that God would have to show you that uh, he's working with them just the same way that uh, he's working with you. And he will bring you together, but you are the one that must make the understanding and come to the understanding that uh, this is a person that can be uh, trusted uh, to go into the things of God in a deeper way than normal. So rely on God at that point in time. And um, my father made that decision. Mildred had uh, left the church and gone out 
she she went into Oklahoma, uh, one of the cities down there, and began to uh, go have services in a tent. And she was drawing tremendous crowds, and especially for a woman in that day. But uh, she was bold in the spirit and uh, became a great preacher. And she traveled all through the South uh, at that time. And then a few meetings that she went into Georgia and where she had pastored there and then went all the way out into Los Angeles from time to time. And uh, it was just a tremendous gift that God had given her. So in that uh, in that day, women were not necessarily uh, given those opportunities, but because of the Spirit of God working in her life in such a such a beautiful way, and Mom Beal up in uh, up in Detroit, when that Spirit of God that uh, was given on that day out in the uh, in Canada, uh, Canada uh, up in up in uh, forget the name of that town at this period of time, but anyway, the Spirit of God came. It was about 150 miles north of the border there in uh, above Detroit, and the Spirit of God began such great way that it, uh, people started going down into Detroit, and there was a lady there that, again, God had set aside, and her name was, they called her Mom Beale. That's where uh, you've heard people talk about singing in the Spirit, and um, God utilizing uh, singing in such a glorious way. Well, she built it. At one time, she had the biggest Pentecostal church in the world. Uh, now, that, that you have to uh, sit on that a while and think, my goodness, God, he, he, he can do anything he wants to do. He can use whoever he wants to. And she was not anything special. She wasn't really educated. She wasn't especially good at speaking before people. But when she would stand up and when she would go and stand behind the lector and begin to be utilized by the Spirit of God, this beautiful voice, would come out of her. She she didn't have a great voice and wasn't known for singing. But in that day, what happened was she began to hallelujah, hallelujah. That song was birthed and brought into the body of Christ, and people would stand. In that uh, in that church, and they would begin to sing in the spirit, and as they did, people would come down to the altar area, and some would sit in their seat, but the power of God would get involved in that singing, and by by utilizing that spirit of singing in the spirit. 
They called it the heavenly choir. That's the only thing that people could come come up with. It sounds like I'm in heaven when I stand in the church with the people there and sing in the spirit. And that would go on many times for an hour or two beginning the service. And uh, people would, as I said, they would be coming there with... uh, different ailments of the body, and that they would get relief from pain, that they would be people that uh, were blind and being brought there by their friends or family member, and uh, as they would sing in the Spirit, uh, the power of God would just saturate that uh, church and they had to go to another building and another building, and finally they just built a tabernacle there in Detroit. And many people can go online and find Mom Beale's services, and uh, I think it would be good if uh, if they would. I think it would be good for your courage, uh, because most of us are fall into that category, very backward people and I wasn't very good at uh, mingling with people, um, and uh, God just worked on me and gave me the ability to follow the spirit of of, uh, coming to people. Um, When I was uh, brought into the ministry by the Holy Spirit, I I think I told you the story, but it bears uh, telling again. Uh, I went with my wife because she kept nagging me to go to church. And uh, I always say, thank God for nagging wives. Just keep after it. It works. It works. And uh, I finally said to my wife, if you leave leave me alone, I'll go to church with you. And And I kept my promise, and I went. And A. Earl Lee, he was a great man of God in that day also. Downtown Los Angeles had a great church. And uh, I went in there and I sat down uh, right about the middle of the congregation with my wife. And he started preaching and all of a sudden uh, he stopped and he said, The Lord has brought a young man here today to receive salvation experience in his life. And then he went back to preaching. Then he stopped again in about another ten minutes, and he said, uh, that young man uh, is uh, is running from the Lord and the call in his, in his life. And he went on preaching again, and uh, another ten minutes or so he stopped and said, the Lord has just given me that young man's life, uh, name. And uh, he got the part out, Ron, Ron, he got there, Ron. And I stood up, and I said, that's me. He said, you be back here tonight to preach your first sermon. And I went back that night, and I've been going. That was 62 or 3 years ago, and I'm still preaching the Word of God, being utilized in the moving of the Spirit, even in these very days. So the Lord can give you something if you desire to have it in that way of the Spirit and the Word. Hide the Word in your heart that you might not sin against the Lord. Hide the 
cleanse you and purge you and make you strong in the spirit and and seek all that he has for you. And again, God can use and utilize. I know there's people out there that's saying, well, I can't do that. Well, of course you can't. (laughs) We we agree on that. You, You can't do it. But God in you can do it. And he will if your heart is purged and cleansed by the word of God. And it's your position, your job, to get into the word of God and let the spirit even challenge God. If if this is real, I want it. And uh, set uh, somewhere in the home and just wait upon the spirit. That's a part of scriptural also. Wait upon the Lord. By doing so, you're showing him that you are ready to be used by him in the work of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a spiritual thing, and you can be a part of it even now. There's individuals out there that are feeling the presence of the God of the Lord right now that if you will just open your mind to him, Lord, I want you to come into my heart, come into my mind, give me your spirit, make it come alive in me, and I guarantee you that God will at some point, won't happen most likely, I've had a view, Jack Cole was one, he was a great man of God, uh, he didn't know nothing about church. And he just he just got to praying uh, one day because his mother kept after him again, nagging wives, nagging mothers. Go keep on, keep on. The Lord will honor your uh, consistently of calling out to people in your family. Lord, work a work in their lives. Draw them to your side. When Jack go. Uh, the Lord gave him the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He didn't know what, how to do anything, but he loved hot dogs. And uh, all he could say was, hot dog, I got it. Hot dog, I got it. And uh, went on to be one of the great uh, men of that era. And uh, I'll, I'll talk more about him in the future because it's a very interesting thing that ended up uh, happening in his life. And so by by doing the work of God, uh, he uh, began to be raised up in his own cell. Uh, and over a period of time, he was always fighting with himself. Don't allow yourself to get that prideful spirit uh, because it will bring you down at some point in time, humble yourself before the Lord and remember that it is he, not you. It is the spirit in you that is doing the work and it will give you the ability uh, to do things that you never dreamed of uh, in your life. So the the, uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit is for today as it was in the 
Okay, Brother Perry, we're going to go to the bottom of the hour break. We'll be back in about four minutes, all right? Very good. Okay, we'll, we'll be right back. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Called the glass doctor of Greeley, foggy window panes, cracked or chipped windshields, glass shower installations. We do it, we do it good. Heavy equipment glass, home, business, or auto glass repair or replace. We do it real good. Called Glass Doctor of Greeley. Do it, do it good. Stupid robot. That cracks you up. Call the Glass Doctor of Greeley. 970-616-3100. That's 970-616-3100. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Reasons to own gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, Welcome back to the second second half of the first hour. Is it the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program? Uh, every Sunday noon, I'm sorry, every Sunday from nine to noon. And my contact information is P.O. Box eight seven two 
Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and that is for the Olive Tree Program, Olive Tree Ministry. And my guest is Ron, Evangelist Ron Perry. And Brother Perry, will you please give your YouTube and contact information? Got it right here. It's uh, YouTube, Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. Uh, we got some real good uh, teachings in there. Some services, we've been down in Williams, Arizona. We have a campground there. And uh, I th- did I ever take you over there? I think I yes, did. yes, we did. Uh-huh. To the Hambies? Yeah. Not to the Hambies, yep. to the, yeah, the Hambies, right. Yep, and uh, we've got uh, three of the buildings built now, and we're go- we're starting on the tabernacle to replace it. It was uh, all uh, run down from not being utilized for a number of years, but we've we've uh, gone in. We've been in, we built a tabernacle, or rather a. Again, where women have one part of the dormitory and uh, men on the other side. You remember a man that was uh, here in Delta, Colorado, that uh, you came over to one of the meetings that we had here in the camp meetings that we had. And uh, Edward Neal, he was an electrician. And uh, I think you met him in one yes. of the meetings. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. he paid for most of that uh, tabernacle part. He he put up all the money for that. Um, the Lord works in all the different ways. We didn't we didn't ask anybody for money. When I've been on the radio for a number of years, across from Los Angeles all the way to uh, where they play the Masters there, Augusta, Georgia. And uh, we never asked for money because we believed that God would do the work for us. In fact, I would tell them, don't send me your money because if you give me money, you think that uh, you have a right to uh, tell me what to do or uh, try to have me to do something for you. Uh, no, it doesn't work that way. It works that God is in it. He'll take care of it. And it's gone that way all of these many years. So we're thankful for this opportunity to talk with your uh, audience. And uh, I, 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 I'm going to start this segment out. I felt uh, to re- uh, read uh, from uh, Acts the second chapter, and the 17th verse. And then I'm going to go over to Second Timothy, chapter 3, and verse 1. Now, what this tells us is that God is yet with us. Listen to this. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. Now, stop on that word right there. 
an old man now. I have a vision this day. I started out with a dream, but uh, it came to the place that the dream became a vision. And the Spirit of God works that way. He elevates you. He takes you up. Now, third chapter of Second Timothy and verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. We know that. We're living in that period of time. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Yeah, that's what we got today. Men lifting men up. Go into the church world and it's prestige. It's power of the natural man that's on display. But when God is in it, they it, it will take that spirit of love, of self, uh, away. And he will give you a spirit of hope for the hour and the day that you're in. And you can give that word of hope to people, and it will change their lives. It will bring them into a higher level. And if they're not, uh, if they're not in the state of knowing the Lord as a Savior, it will give you the ability to say the right words. Uh, Pentecostal people, uh, they can't they can't work uh, the way that the Baptist people. The Baptist people can build churches anymore. <laughs> the Lord gave them that ability, no doubt about it, and uh, they they know how to do it. They can go and knock on doors and invite people to come to their churches, and people will do it. Now, Pentecostal people tried to do that. You know what happened? that by, by two minutes of t- standing in a doorway, the door got slammed in their door in their face and said, get out of here. And they didn't have that ability. God didn't give them. Their ability was the altar area of the church. Get in that altar, pray, seek God, and he will honor your work in the Spirit. So I, I just wanted to start that. I think I'll go back to where we were at in uh, in Los Angeles uh, with O.L. Jaggers. We spent approximately 10 years there. And that's about how long that that revival la- uh, lasted. And by utilizing, again, the power of the Holy Spirit, mingled with the Word of God, and then choosing individuals who were willing to seek God. And uh, that revival continued to grow up to the place of a tent being set up at 11th and Hill in downtown Los Angeles. And uh, uh, Jaggers had bought, bought the old tent that Billy Graham had a great revival uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, Jaggers bought that tent and set it up. It seated about 20,000 people. And uh, by by the time that my dad had uh, chosen to uh, leave the church in Newnan and come to Los Angeles was about a year he did it. He got it together and got another person in there to uh, pastor the church in Newton in his place. And we 
got into Los Angeles about 4 o'clock in the afternoon and uh, by asking people where 11th and Hill was, we found the place and here sat this tremendous tent and it's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And I would say, um, being a young man at that time, I had my uh, 13th birthday in uh, Los Angeles the day before. And um, we come into Los Angeles uh, the day after my birthday, August 7th. And so we arrived there on August 8th. And uh, I would say that there were approximately three or 4,000 people, just uh, many of them inside of the uh, tent uh, on their knees. That's another thing we've left out these days. We're, we're too prideful to get on our knees before God. But uh, there were thousands of people in that tent on their knees up in the altar area, many of them, and many of them around the different chairs that were set up and they would find a place and go to prayer. And uh, the Spirit of God was on display. Uh, What I mean by that was that strange things began to happen uh, in those services. And uh, every once in a while, uh, someone or... or, uh, let Let me go back here a little bit. When the service started and the singing would begin to start, strange things began to happen. Uh, They would go into that singing of the Spirit many times, and uh, they they had uh, people all in the altar area that had been brought in by family members that uh, couldn't walk or blind or had some kind of malady in that way, and uh, when the Spirit of God would start moving through the singing in the Spirit, that uh, many of those individuals would uh, would begin to praise God, and they would begin to shout out sometimes, I can see, I can see. And you could see somebody in a wheelchair uh, that was trying to push themselves up. And Jaggers would always tell the people, don't help them. Either they get healed or they're not going to be healed. But if they heal, they get up by themselves. And uh, he was very strong on that word because he wanted God to get the credit. And by doing so, uh, the people would begin. And those services in that day would start at about 6 o'clock, and many times they would go uh, well past 10 o'clock. Now, that's an interesting story there also, because the city of Los Angeles had to put on more trolley cars. There were trolley cars in those days that went out to different parts toward Hollywood and um, sometimes uh, out uh, east of the city, and uh, Pasadena, and uh, all of them had either trolley cars or buses that would take the people, and uh, they had to put on buses and trolley cars 
because of the, the number of people that were there uh, coming down and uh, being a part of the services. And uh, the power of God can change even a city like Los Angeles. And they uh, got on board with what was happening, and uh, that went on for 10 years or more because uh, Jaggers at that time found an auditorium, and uh, we'd go there. Uh, Olympic Auditorium, we, we spent three years there. There's a big uh, place where they had wrestling and, and uh, boxing and uh, things of that nature, seated right at 10,500, and we stayed in there. And they, they was as five or 6,000 people milling around in the parking way uh, and would put up, uh, they would open up the doors, and people would stand as close to the doors that they could to listen and hear what was going on inside. Uh, what, what year was that, Brother Perry? Yes. What year was that? That was about 58, or could have been 60, uh, but it was uh, it was in that area, uh, area of time. And there's another auditorium across town that we uh, utilized, if I could think of it. <laughs> my, my memory is not all that great, but it's a, a shrine auditorium, that's it. Uh, we stayed uh, three years in the Shrine Auditorium, and that seated about 7,500 people. And uh, Jaggers uh, did a lot of things, and, and by the time he got it looking good again, painting and all of that, um, they told they they didn't renew the contract. And that's when we went, we went to the uh, to the uh, state. Uh, I lost my thought again. Uh, we went then to the Olympic Auditorium. And uh, by by doing these things of uh, seeking and not being discouraged, you know, you get people coming one place and then you got to move and tell them, no, go here, go there. Uh, it, it breaks the spirit. But in that day, People, there were so many people that were praying for direction, and uh, it would come to other people around them saying, why don't, why don't you check out the Olympic Auditorium? They're not utilizing it uh, all that much anymore. Uh, they might be interested. And so my dad uh, went and found out that, uh, yeah, they would be willing to uh, rent it out to us, and we were there. Uh, I know people of this day, they can't imagine it, but all those 10 years we went to church every night of the week, and then we had two, and sometimes Earl Lee had what he called a healing service, uh, Sunday afternoon, his auditorium seated about uh, right at, 3,000, short of 3,000, but somewhere in there. And um, that place would just be packed out. I'll tell you a little story about that one. After I got saved uh, there at Brother uh, Lee's, uh, he started utilizing me, and he would tell me, all he was 
was Ron Prey and start walking out in the auditorium. And where you feel that you should stop, stop. And where you feel that you need to call a person out or point to them and have them to stand up, then I will tell them what the problem is to build faith in their hearts. And so I was a young guy. I didn't, all I knew to do is whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do it. So I would walk through the auditorium and I would feel to stop and I would stop and I would point at a certain person and if they could stand up, and I, my part of my little talk was, if you can stand, stand. If not, just raise your hand and the Lord will heal you or deliver you from any kind of problem that you might have. And... Uh, we would do those services on Sunday night. So we had three uh, times, uh, the uh, Sundays, we would go to church three times in the uh, in that day. That's hard for people to believe today. But uh, when the power of Brother God... Brother Perry, we're going to go to another break. For, right. about, for about three minutes, we're going to go to a break, and then we'll be back to finish out the hour, okay? Right. Okay. I may not be a doctor, but I know this. You wouldn't leave your loved one in a box to collect dust and rust for 15 years, but you can do it to your gun. Just let me see it before it hurts the wrong someone. Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith. I've been repairing and cleaning firearms for 15 years. I started My Favorite Gunsmith to make sure your freedom stick goes boom. So if you're having any issues, big or small, shoot me a text. Give me a call, 970-776-0258. It's 970-776-0258. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. Ah, show offs! Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees. That's 568-6898. God bless us. Hi, listeners. Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit peshows.com. That is PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. 
Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Okay, welcome back to the last segment for this hour. The podcasts for today's programs are on 1360KHNC.com. Then to the podcast section for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. And my guest today is uh, Evangelist Ron Perry. And Ron, please give out your YouTube site again. Right. YouTube in the Word, Ron Perry. That's knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. Okay, we have about uh, three minutes, and then we'll go to the top of the hour. And then at five after the hour, we'll go to the next hour. All right. Okay. Uh, Let let uh, me just... Yes, go ahead and finish out this hour. Okay. Uh, Three minutes? Yes. You you just let me know. I want to set it up for the audience. Uh, Be sure you uh, stick with us, because I have something that I believe will be... uh, beneficial, and uh, I think you can witness to it uh, because you and your wife have traveled with us uh, for a number of years. We had a great time together, and uh, some things that happened because of um, me being young and, of course, uh, making mistakes, and uh, I made a tremendous mistake uh, in my life uh, and uh, lost one of the elements of gifts of the spirit that the Lord used me in. And uh, I, I, I lost that gift because of my hard-headedness, or uh, it could be because I was young. But uh, I, I, I want people to share it because it, it is one of the things that you must keep in mind, that God is using you, you're not using God. Okay, so we'll do that when we come back. Okay, well, you can t- continue. We still have about another minute. You were... Yeah, okay. Well, well, you can go ahead. What it has to do with, as I said, if you have a gift in the Spirit, cherish it, uh, protect it. Uh, don't let pride come in. I don't know why the Lord keeps bringing back. There must be some individuals that are listening that are having problems with pride, uh, that will stop a gift operating in your life quicker than anything. Uh, And the problem is that men begin to learn how to do certain things and use certain words to draw people out. And by what they say, they can act like they're operating in in a spirit gift. And uh, you have to watch that. And uh, people are giving out prophecies today. Personal prophecies doesn't work in the way that men are using it today. 
they they are utilizing it for benefit of raising money or uh, to becoming uh, bigger and more famous by doing so. Uh, that'll that'll get you in trouble eventually with God. So I want to talk a little bit uh, about that in the next segment. And okay, then we'll go okay, okay. We have 15 seconds. So uh, for everyone, we'll be back at five after the hour to continue with Evangelist Ron Perry. It's Ron Perry, Knowledge in the Word at the YouTube. We'll be right back. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Aurora police make their first arrest following the past week's two shootings outside local high schools. Those incidents sent nine teenagers to hospitals on Monday and Friday. The first suspect detained is a 16-year-old boy. He's charged with attempted murder for Friday's shooting in the parking lot at Hinkley High. Police point out he was not one of the three teens wounded by bullets there, as was initially suspected. The Hinkley shooting started as a fight and became a drive-by. Monday's at Aurora Central was also a drive-by, and police are trying to determine if the two events are connected and whether they may be connected to gangs. More suspects are being sought in both cases. One in every 62 Coloradans is spreading COVID right now. That figure comes from the state's newest modeling in the past week, and it's actually better than a week ago. As you might guess, the situation's even worse among those who haven't gotten vaccinated. One of every 38 unvaxxed people is currently contagious, and they're driving a surge in the state's COVID hospitalizations that's on track to soon top last year. Hospital capacity is at an all-time low, 93% of ICU beds in use. Colorado has even called in a federal defense department team to assist the overwhelmed staff at Fort Collins' UC Health Poudre Valley Hospital. A group from FEMA is assisting at Parkview Hospital of Pueblo. I'm Jim Williams. After today, the state's biggest city will break a record that hasn't gotten worse for 87 years. While some mountain locations in the state got a little bit of snow late Saturday night and early this morning, the Denver area remained dry, hasn't been without at least some snow this late in the fall since this date on the 21st of November back in 1934. The Mile High City's average for a first snowfall of the season is around October 18th. Forecasters say the long-term outlook isn't too good either, with La Nina conditions over the Pacific this winter expected to keep snow totals low. So far, at least three of the state's major ski and snowboard resorts have had to postpone openings. I'm Ted Werbin. Twas the night before Christmas and... There's no time for poems. Santa is coming. He's coming here? Of course. Santa never misses Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Hurry, check the speed of the snow tubing hill at Glacier Point. Taste the treats over at the gingerbread decorating corner. Oh, make sure the Cirque Dreams Holidays performers perfect their flips. How many pounds of snow do we have? Uh, three million. What about the new event? All 12 interactive challenges in Mission Safe Christmas featuring Elf are ready to go. Come see so much Christmas. Tickets and overnight packages at Christmas at GaylordRockies.com. American Financing is the lender you want on your side when it comes to buying a home. 
from custom home loans to competitive rates and everything in between. You can trust them to find you the best deal. They're local to Colorado, and they partner with some of the best real estate agents around. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hate cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. At the same time, it became the largest vulnerable device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies or hackers can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts. Because of this invasion of privacy, the defense-enabling and assisting framework known as DEF, was developed to keep your personal and digital cell phone transmissions protected. To learn more, visit us at DEFProtection.com. That's DEFProtection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and all digital transmissions are cloaked at all times. That's DEFProtection.com. Remember, privacy is freedom. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you're buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. Welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. The podcasts for these programs are on 1360khnc.com. That's 1360khnc.com. My guest today is Evangelist Ron Perry. And uh, Ron is going to... Ron, I appreciate you mentioning this this testimony that you're about to give, because I remember when you told me about this uh, in one of our visits, like at two in the morning, we we were Pentecostals <laughs> back then, right? Oh, Pentecostals, the best fellowship is at two in the morning. So, All right. please go ahead. All right. I I, I tell this story uh, on my life uh, for people because I want them to know that Satan uh, will use any door that you open up uh, in your life, and and uh, he will browbeat you uh, into believing that uh, you've done something awful 
and uh, he's going to utilize that to try to stop you from doing the work that God called you to do and gave you some abilities, uh, ability to uh, maybe preach or testify or sing or glorify God in some different ways than others. But uh, don't give in to the fact that the Lord is against you or that he won't listen to you any longer because you've done something uh, that you shouldn't have done. And uh, that happened uh, in my life as a young preacher. Uh, Brother Lee there, the one that I was converted in his uh, church, and, uh, and the Lord was using me uh, with him under his ministry. And uh, we come to the place uh, because it was really uh, his wife uh, that had caused such a problem that uh, I thought this is the time, I guess, that I should go out on my own, and I did so, and stayed friends with Brother Lee, and eventually solved things between Rotor Lee, uh, that was his wife, and, and myself, uh, and we became friends again, and the Lord blessed that uh, venture for a while also. But uh, what happened was that uh, I didn't know anything uh, to do other than preach. That's what I could do in that hour, in that day. And uh, I found an old uh, theater at uh, Pico and uh, Alvarado Street, the, the, uh, the big show room there. Uh, it seated, I think, to about close to a thousand, maybe eight hundred in that area, and uh, it was just miraculous that I could do that because uh, we didn't have no, no money, especially uh, in that day. Uh, but uh, I, again, I was led by the Spirit, and uh, when I drove past uh, this uh, theater on Pico at Alvarado, just a few doors down was this big theater. And uh, I drove past it, and, and again, it was a feeling, and I went around the block and come back around and saw that theater, and I said, that thing is closed. And uh, I, I got off, and there was a little... Uh, note in the window there at the box where you buy the ticket, uh, this building is for, uh, can be rent, rented uh, out. And uh, I took the number and called the man and met him over there the next day. And um, he, he and I come to a, con a place of how much he wanted. And uh, he, he was a man that... Uh, had a lot of things that he uh, rented out to movie uh, people, uh, making movies. He had old cars and everything. Uh, but one of the things he had, he said, uh, do you have anything for uh, a lector on, on your stage up here? And I said, no. I said, I'll have to find something. He said, don't worry about it. 
and he gave me the one that it was in all kinds of different movies, and uh, it had the sharpest, most beautiful seats, uh, chairs uh, uh, on the auditorium, and a beautiful lecture. It was just unbelievable. Uh, didn't charge me for it or nothing. And I began to have services. And uh, slowly we began to build up the uh, audience. Uh, and uh, I was working the, the audience with the audience one night. And uh, that that I've been talking about on and off here, pride, got into my spirit a situation. I called a woman out, asked her to stand up, and uh, I started walking toward her. And I went down off of the stage over to her and uh, was talking to her. I said, the Lord shows me. And as I said those words, I I had a, a little warning shot that I didn't get, didn't understand it. So uh, I said, uh, I'm sorry. The Lord has told me not to tell you what he's given me for you. And I started, I turned and started to walk away. And she said, the Lord hasn't shown you nothing. You're just blind. You don't know nothing about me. And I whirled back around. Young, young preacher, uh, you know, for a good audience there. And uh, I, I, I just let anger and pride rise up in my spirit. And I said, well, I'll, I'll, I'll prove to you that I do know something about you with the help of the Lord. And I began to tell her something between her and her daughter. And uh, when I stopped with it and I started walking back, I felt different. And I didn't know what the feeling was. But come to find out on a few more meetings of that week that the Lord had removed that gift from me, uh, that moment of pride right, rising up in my spirit, uh, it, it come to the place that I could not call people out. I could call people out and give them their name or where they live or whatever, phone number or something, and uh, people would, that would build and boost their uh, their spirit for believing that God would do something for them. But uh, I lost that gift. But as you know, uh, by traveling with my wife and I um, over the years there, uh, you know that I would do the same thing, preaching. I'd go sometimes out into the audience, and the Lord would show me. Uh, but it wasn't clear, and it wasn't as strong and powerful as it was at the beginning, and that still happens that way. I, if I'm preaching somewhere, uh, I still will feel that urge to go out into the audience and begin to deal with people and telling them or showing them 
goes and it comes, but I don't have that gift uh, as I did when I uh, did that moment of anger uh, mixed with pride. I, I, I paid a price for it, but thank God uh, he didn't cut me off. Satan tried to use that for years, and I would battle with that on and off, uh, that God is not going to use you anymore. If you, he's taken this gift from you because you're, you're prideful. And I fought with that and fought with that over the years. And finally, oh, it's 25 years, 30 years ago, whatever it was, we were together. And uh, that spirit was lifted one day. And then I just knew that uh, from time to time the Lord was going to use that gift. So uh, do not allow the point, the point that I want to bring out to you. If God gives you something, stay away from pride, stay away from anger by praying and knowing that that could happen to you that not because you have a gift that you're going to be able to do anything or say anything. Uh, I think I brought Paul Cain up uh, one, uh, last week, and uh, go, he was the one that went over to Hussein and uh, told him things that was in his mind and in his family. And uh, Hussein, Saddam Hussein, uh, brought him all the way over there and, and went to his palace and had this gift, Paul had that gift. And, uh, and Hussein said, well, how do I know that you're a man of God? And uh, he said, well, I'll tell you. Uh, he's, your wife is here in the home. Ask her to come in here. And uh, he did, and Paul proceeded to tell him, exactly what he, Adam Hussein, what he and his wife were talking about uh, at breakfast that morning. And uh, it, it was astounding to uh, Hussein that uh, you are a man of God, evidently. And he told him some things that uh, Hussein was wanting to find out about himself. And uh, by by doing these things, we lose out with God. But remember, we are but flesh, and uh, we we are going to make mistakes. Everyone listening to us, we all have problems. We all have circumstances. We have situations, and God uses every one of those to keep us many times in line with walking this walk of faith in Christ Jesus. Now, when you when you have one of these episodes to strike you, know this, God loves you. And by saying that and understanding that, he's, he's a father. He, he'll correct you, and he'll bring you into the place that you might not, as in my case, you might not have that which you had, but if you listen to the Father and you understand that he yet loves you, you're his child, that what 
you have done, he knows how to work out those elements in our lives. Uh, and uh, and the, he is not going to forsake you or leave you because of a problem or a circumstance or a situation. He, he will not leave you. That is a trick of the devil that he uses against us. And all of your audience out there, I guarantee you, every one of them have a problem that they're dealing with of a situation or a circumstance that it didn't do it the right way, didn't say the right thing, or did something, said something uh, that they shouldn't have said or do do it. Don't let that be used by the satanic spirit to war against you and to bring you to the place that you give up. No, God yet loves you. And uh, you you don't hate your child when you have to correct them for something. And uh, you being flesh, if you've got enough sense to do that and uh, come to the circumstance and know, well, of course, I still love my son or my daughter, whatever, and or, or my friend, and and uh, I, I did the wrong thing. Uh, don't let that be used against your experience with God. Now, again, that dark spirit of darkness of Satan is going to try to work against you, but don't allow it. Just take one scripture. I don't care if it's. Uh, any small piece of a, a scripture, and uh, use that scripture when that spirit of Satan darkness comes against you and starts telling you that the Lord uh, doesn't love you anymore, and you're not going to be able to live for Him or do the thing you're called to do. Just get a one piece of a scripture. That's all it takes. Attach that to that thought. And Jesus loved me is, is, is one. Just use that one. And uh, when that spirit of darkness will come on you, if you say it, and when it, that spirit of darkness on you, if you'll say, Jesus loves me, that same thought will come to that thought of darkness, that spirit, that word mixed with the spirit will come right along with what Satan is accusing you of. And all you got to do is just keep saying that word, Jesus loves me. And when that spirit of darkness comes right along with it, that spirit of Jesus loves me will come with it. And you know what will happen? Eventually, and it doesn't take a very long time, eventually that word mixed with faith, Jesus loves me. And by doing that, hook it to that thought of darkness that Satan is trying to tell you that the Lord doesn't love you and you've made this terrible mistake or you've made this problem in your life. No, Jesus loves me. And that will absolutely 
just about seven. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to the meetings there in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, I brought up the man, Jack Cole. Jack Cole was a tremendous uh, man of God, and he was a, an illiterate type of man. Uh, but he had a desire to know the Lord. And his mother told him, Jack, you need to go down to that church uh, on the corner of a little place they were living in. I think it was Illinois. And uh, he, he said, uh, well, Mama, why don't you go? She said, no, you go. You go. And he was about 19 years of age when this uh, happened. And uh, he went and, and come back home. Well, how did you like him? Said, well, uh, I didn't get nothing. She said, well, go next Sunday. And that went on for about five or six weeks. And uh, one of the services, uh, and that uh, after that, uh, the Spirit of God came into the service in a unique way. Uh, that Sunday morning, and the pastor simply got up, didn't preach. He just stood up and come to the lectern and started uh, saying, if there's anyone here that wants to know the Lord as your Savior, I want you to come down here and let me pray with you. And a few people got up and uh, walked down, but Jack said he kept sitting there and sitting there, and the man was praying with the different ones. And um, finally he got up and went down uh, to the altar area, and the pastor came to him, put some oil upon his forehead, and and uh, began to pray with him. And uh, Jack, Jack said, as I said before, uh, and he said, I feel so good, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. The man said, what do you like? And he said, I like hot dogs. He said, well, say hot dog. <laughs> and so he started hollering, hot dog, I got it. Hot dog, I got it. And that began one of the greatest ministry uh, uh, of that day. And uh, he he had a tent that he would go from different places, and he'd come to Los Angeles. And, uh, again, they set it up at 11th and Hill, and uh, they had a meeting that lasted, I believe, they said six weeks of him and Jaggers today uh, together. And uh, that that uh, began to be a friendship, and uh, they stayed together for about five or six years, on and off, going to different places together and having services. But, uh, oh, well, Jaggers bought an uh, auditorium and uh, called it the World Church. That was the name of it, World Church. That was over around uh, Alvarado and Lake. That was, uh, uh, there was a Catholic school there, and there was an auditorium that a, that a Pentecostal fellow had uh, built it there, right next door to the Catholic school, and um, at the time O.L. took it, he made it and had a school that he put in there, 
So you had the school of the Catholics and the school of the uh, uh, Pentecostal preacher. And uh, to, to say that there was uh, no fellowship would be <laughs> using the wrong words. But uh, the, the power of God that would be exhibited uh, there on Friday nights and Saturday nights especially, Jagger uh, set that aside for people that were uh, possibly in the hospital, and uh, ambulances would come there. Sometimes we would have over 10 ambulances with people, uh, and they would have come with the gurney and uh, that bottle, uh, whatever they were being ministered to, into their body, uh, they'd come and sit them up in the altar area. And uh, Jaggers would get up and begin preaching. And then at some point in time, he would start pointing at a, one of the persons that are lying down there and, uh, and begin to pray for them and uh, pointing his finger at them. And then he would tell them, you have the power to stand up at this point. Stand up, stand up. And they would. The power of God would be that powerful in their, uh, in that service that, uh, and people would be, uh, rejoicing and, uh, running around in the altar area and thanking God for it. And that happened many, many times. Uh, in those services there at uh, Alvarado and Lake Street. And uh, the, the the power of God, I was going to uh, say this uh, in the first part, and uh, my mind wandered there. I would, I would say that strange things would happen. One of the things that would happen on a semi-continual happening uh, was that you would see a little like a, a smoke. It would be dark enough that you could see it, and it was twirling. It was going around and around, and it would go place to place, and wherever, wherever it stopped, the person that was underneath them where that cloud, little small cloud, would be that, they would be healed from whatever malady they had. And uh, that was continuous. And you saw, uh, uh, say, the size of a baseball, and it would look like fire. And uh, it would go over a certain part of the auditorium. And whatever section of the auditorium that it went over, People would be healed. People would be saved. People would be filled with the Holy Spirit. Brother Perry, All, we're going to, we've got about 10 seconds, and then we're going to go to about a three, four-minute break, and we'll be back, okay? All right, sir. We'll be right back. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev. Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Do you need your fireplace clean? 
Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592. The Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. The Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, the Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God on 1360 KHNC, and I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus Welcome back to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My guest today is uh, Evangelist Ron Perry. The podcasts for this program are on 1360khnc.com. And Brother Perry's YouTube is Knowledge of the Word Ron Perry. Knowledge of the Word Ron Perry. And Brother Ron, as we get into the next segment, continue your thought, but I wanted to ask you, uh, many people are are familiar with Paul Cain, and you and I had talked during the week about uh, his visit to Saddam Hussein and how Saddam had asked him to come over. And so you really didn't uh, tell that story uh, last week on the Sunday program. Uh, That was our conversation during the week. 
If you want to talk about that at some point, uh, I think there are some people that might have questions. But but go ahead where you were, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Now, that uh, name of the program that they get on YouTube is Knowledge in the Word. Knowledge Ron in the Word. Ron Perry. Okay. Knowledge so, in the Word, Ron Perry. Right. That's it. Okay. Sorry uh, about that. If I, if I may, uh, I'd like to uh, go into a scripture that might help people uh, to understand that these things, uh, we're, we're in a precarious time in the world that we're living in. That's no doubt. Uh, what are we looking for? All right, one of the things that we're looking for and waiting for is that a spirit, it could be in the form of a thought or it could be something that you think that you might actually hear. I've heard things in my inner spirit that uh, I knew that it was the Lord speaking to him. It's not an audible thing. It is works into your mind, into your brain, and uh, it, it works the way that Satan works. That's an odd statement, but let me let me uh, prove it to you. Uh, in in the book of Job, God is having a conference, I, I say, and uh, and he looks, and Satan is there, uh, and uh, he calls out to him. He said, uh, "Where have you been?" And Satan had to tell the truth, of course. He's under the influence and power of God, no doubt about that. He can only do what God will allow him to do. And uh, that's a whole other uh, uh, lesson there. But where have you been? Now, now listen to me. Uh, he said, I've been in the earth. What have what you been doing? I've been going up and down in it. Now, don't don't think that that's this ground out here that we call earth, this ball, this 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 uh, spiritual or uh, this physical ball that we're on called earth. He's not talking about that. He's talking about you as an earthen vessel. And uh, he said that uh, why are you doing that? And he said seeking whom I may devour. Now, that means that you have a brain, of course, in your head, but there's another brain of emotion that is in your stomach area. When people hurt you, uh, they hurt you, you, you feel it there uh, and in that particular part of your body. That is the work of Satan. And, and he's going up. If he can't get you in the intellectual part of who you are, then he'll move down to your emotions, that, that other brain that is uh, a part of our makeup. And then if he can't get you there, he'll go back up to the intellectual part again and try to convince you that God is not working with you or will allow God to, to work with you. Reject that again, as I spoke a little earlier about how to do that. 
any time, and it was a part of the makeup of that day. Now, this verse scripture here is directed at one group of people. Listen to what it says. Now, all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition. Now, who is this given to? Upon whom the ends of the world are come. There's a word that God is sending out in the world. One of the words it is, come out of her. Now, there might be that you're in a church that is not taking you to a higher level in spiritual things. And if that spirit comes to you and saying to you that, that you're not getting any spiritual foods, don't stay in that place. Let the Holy Ghost start directing you to a place that believes in the moving of the Spirit and they have a message that will say, come out of her. Another one is, let us go up to the mountain, the house of the Lord, and do what? Learn of his ways. What is his ways? Spiritual things. The gift of healing, the gift of deliverance. All of these things are the things that we must learn from the Spirit of God and utilize this to shake the world one more time. God's going to do it. He said, when you see these things, I believe with all my heart that he's talking about this day and time that we're living in right now, that he's talking about this day, he said, when you see these things begin to happen, he said, you you begin to rejoice. Don't get down. Don't get fearful. Don't get uh, without hope. No. He said, look up. Your, your redemption draweth nigh. If you will do that in your daily life, God will start working with you in a unique and different way. Now, they go back to the uh, meetings there uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, as I said, we, we stayed there uh, for about 10 years. And uh, in, the, in the spirit of healing and deliverance and uh, miracles were all a part of what was happening. But uh, Paul Cain comes into play here, uh, he and I, I was much younger than him, but uh, he was he was uh, a very powerful personality and uh, had the clearest gift of the word of knowledge I've ever seen anybody. He could call, uh, let, let me use this illustration. <laughs> it's, I used to, I used to uh, go up to Hollywood Boulevard and um, there's a store there that I used to uh, go and buy my suits, and I got to know uh, the men that owned this. Two brothers, two Jewish uh, people, uh, two brothers, and uh, Paul asked me, he said, Ron, where do you buy your suits? And I said, well, uh, you want to go anytime, I'll take you. He said, well, I, I got the afternoon here, 
let's go. So we went out on Hollywood Boulevard and uh, went in the store. And when we walked in the door, walked in the door, man that usually takes care of me uh, there, he started walking towards me. And Paul looked at him and told him his name. said, your name is Jimmy. I've never met you before in your life. And he said, yes. He said, uh, you got that scar on the right side just above your buttocks there. And uh, that you fell off of that wagon that your mother told you not to get on. And she gave you a whipping. And you thought, and you've always thought, that was mean of my mother to whip me when I had hurt myself. Uh, but the thought is, you did what she told you not to do, and she was correcting you. And he's standing there almost ready to fall out because how does this man know all of this that he's telling? Then he walks past him and walked up to these two brothers. Now, I've been going there for probably, at that time probably about five years. And uh, Paul walked up to them, and uh, they were standing at one side of the uh, counter there and the other one all the way down at the other side. And he asked the one on the left, he said, I want you to walk down there towards your brother. And he looked, and he, he who is this guy telling me to walk down to my brother? And he said, listen. He said, if you don't straighten this out between the two of you, you have not spoken to one another outside of business transaction in in five years. And if you don't get it straightened out, and you, you both of you are going to leave this world. And they were they were looking and and shaking their head and wondering how in the world does this man know? I didn't know that. Now, I didn't know that they had that problem, but about five minutes after him telling them to get it straight, he said, well, the one said, well, what we do? He said, forgive one another of what you think the other one did. Neither one of you did what you're saying that the other one did. That's in your head. It didn't happen. And you hate your brother because your mother liked him better than she liked you. And, and he went on. What I'm, what I'm saying is that God is going to bring forth a church, and it is without spot or without wrinkle or any such thing. That, that is the thing that we're looking for. It's a church that's going to operate under the auspices of the Holy Ghost, and all nine gifts are going to be a part of it. And it's going to produce, out of the nine gifts operating, will produce the fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. For what? For the perfecting of the saints. That's what we're looking for. Get your eyes open, your spiritual eyes, you that are uh, walking with the Lord. Get your eyes open. Get your ears open. Now, I'm talking about your spiritual ear. Go over in the book of Proverbs, and you'll find out that God, when you get the Holy Spirit, you don't get hearing ears. That's a creation of God. God will create a hearing ear in you, the individual, that he will speak to you in that 
area of listening. Not talking about the thing that hangs on the side of your ear or head there. I'm talking about an inside, internal ear that listens to the Spirit. That's a part of the gift of the Holy Ghost that will be operating in the church of that last day. So when you have that desire, work on it. Stop. If you're driving a car, keep on. I've, I've prayed all across this God. I've walked down the streets of New York and waiting to go and preach over Times time Square uh, Auditorium that we'd rent out and have meetings there and, and have a just an ongoing conversation with, with God, with all these people around, not knowing what was going on. But the power of God was working in my life. He wants to work in your life. And he starts with salvation. It goes to sanctification. The minute you call upon the name of the Lord, the gift that the Lord has for you is to be set aside. You you set yourself aside. You don't stop. You don't start doing things just to be doing them. You do them now by the leading of the Spirit of God, and by doing so, you can have an ongoing, ongoing place to go and communicate with God. That can be any place. When it says to go into the closet. There, the closet is the spirit. The closet is the spirit. It's it's not a room. You can have a room that you pray in. We're not saying that that you shouldn't have a room. No, but know that the room that he wants you to come into is that gift of the spirit that you have. That uh, you know, when Jesus was did, uh, talking to the disciples. He told them, I want you to stay, wait in Jerusalem because I have something for you, gift of the Father. I want you to wait upon that. And what he was speaking about was the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, there's people that have a doctrine in their different organizations that say, well, you get saved. When you get saved, you get the Holy Ghost. Well, then why did Jesus say, after their names had been, he told them, your names are written in the book of life in heaven. And by that being there, he says that you've got to wait because I want to give you a gift. So if they were asked to wait to get a gift that he wanted to give to them, why didn't they get it when they got saved? Because they were definitely saved. He comes, Paul becomes a, uh, upon a group of people, and he says uh, to them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you have believed in the Lord? And they say, We know not of the Holy Ghost. So, again, they were definite people that were saved, but they had not yet received the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, Get into the understanding. There's a lot of people that that uh, wait and uh, believe that it's the gift 
of spirit that you're going to have a, a gift of tongues. Some people will. And that will be a part of the gift. But the, the greatest way that you can tell that the Holy Spirit is working in your life is that it, it changes you, and you become more uh, uh, in the way of listening for the Lord, and he talks through the Bible, hide the word in your heart that you might not sin against the Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit letting you know the day and the time of the speaking to that person. When we do it on our own most of the time, that's a religious spirit rather than a godly spirit, and we mess it up, and the our, our kinfolk get tired of us coming around because we're always preaching to them. No, go under the covering of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost, and you will know when to talk to that cousin or uncle or aunt, and they they won't hate you for it. They'll begin to listen to you. Brother Perry, Brother Perry we're going to go it. to another one final break. We'll be back in about three, two and a half minutes. Right. Okay. Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360KHNC.com. Hi, I'm Joey DeQuint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. 
my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. Welcome back to the final three minutes of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360 KHNC. Also, the podcasts for these programs are on 1360KHNC.com and then to the podcast section and to the programs that you'd like to listen to. Join me Monday through Thursday from noon, I'm sorry, from 2 until 3 o'clock for the Present Truth program. My guest today is Evangelist Ron Perry. And Brother Perry, will you please give out your YouTube website one or your YouTube site one more time? Right. YouTube Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. YouTube Knowledge in the Word, Ron Perry. Okay, we have about uh, two and a half minutes. I, you know, you were talking earlier about how uh, Naomi would nag you to go up and go to church. Well, I, my wife is nagging me to ask you if you would pray for this audience so that they would have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if that's possible, but with God, nothing is impossible. So, but, many, but, many have received the Spirit of God through a simple prayer of believing. You've got to first believe that God is God. And then, if He's God, He can do all things. And by doing all things, he can give you this gift that is there for you as a believer. The Holy Spirit enters your life, and you begin to become a new creature in Christ Jesus. And let me pray with you right now. Lord God, to everyone that is hearing this prayer in this moment of time that would receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, let them Receive that gift that you have for them. In the name of Jesus, we declare to he that believeth that Jesus Christ is alive and well, and the Spirit of the Holy Ghost live in their bodies. They are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Teach them to go into their very being and become one who walks with the Lord talks to the Lord, and manifests the Spirit of God in their lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Rick? Yes. Uh, do I have time to give two, uh, two verses of Scripture? We have about, uh, oh, just less than a minute. But go ahead. Please, okay. please start. Go ahead. Chapter 10, verse 11. Now put that with the verse over in the book of Psalms, 102, the 13th verse, 102, 13th verse. And there it tells you there's a set time that God is going to do this work 
that we've been talking about, a fresh and a new. It's not going to be like I talked the stories back there. Okay. It's going to be totally different. Okay. God we, never we, himself. Okay, we God have. and blesses a given time, and then he comes again, and we're waiting for an outpouring of the Spirit of God. Okay, gifts. okay Brother I, Perry, we are finished with today's program. I will be in touch with you. God bless you. God bless this audience. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley.